A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. The Stormwood team is in pursuit of Mikhail Enris, a fugitive technomancer also known as the Artificer. They're not hunting him down to collect his bounty, but actually to see if they can use his expertise to identify a couple of magical items they have. One, they want to know what the contents of this soul stone is that Kel used to carry around with them and they recovered in the town of Phoebe. And the other is the football, the giant magical object they found at the Greyhaven estate, which they found out opens up, which is weird enough on its own. Anyways, in their pursuit, NK got a ping on one of Enris's credit cards in the town of Morris, which is over in the state of Halata. Uh, the team traveled there and discovered that the credit card had been used by a young woman named Sheila Williams. When confronting Sheila Williams, they, uh, she said she stole it from her neighbor Dave's apartment. Right now, Raz and Bill are trying to, are breaking into that apartment and they're, well, they're standing in the moment. Meanwhile, a mysterious fox body Mustang has been kind of following them around a little bit. And so Babbitt and NK pursued it and managed to corner it. And now they're confronting the driver. So, all right. So you you pulled over. You pulled in front. the 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 fox body has crashed slightly. Oh. And uh, NK starts to climb out of the side, looking a little shaken, but with her hand on her gun and pointing it back into the car. What are you doing? Um, open the other door. <laughs> All right. You open the door. And there is a... A young woman... With blue hair. Um, a young elven woman with blue hair. Yeah. She's just sitting behind the, the driver's seat. Her hands are on the wheel. Okay. Who are you? Um, I'm Deanna. You're Deanna, huh? Yes. Why, right. why are you attacking me? Because we have reason to believe that you have information that we need. I don't. 
All I know is that I went for a drive and you 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 attacked me. I, I Technically can, true. I I won't give you any trouble. You can take the car. We don't want your car. Is this your car? Please, please don't hurt me. Is this your car? Yes. Okay. Um, I'd like you to get in the back seat, please. It, wait, hang on. Does this car look drivable? Yeah. Okay. I'd like you to get in the back seat, please. No, I, 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 no. <clears throat> yes. Okay, where are you standing? I just like opened up the the, the door. Uh, I'm standing, I guess, in the the doorway. Okay. Um. Are you holding a weapon or anything? No, no. Okay. I'm just holding the door, holding the door open. She starts the car and puts it in reverse. Okay. She is, and uh, you are being attacked with the door now because she is reversing it into you. Right. Okay. So uh, I gotta. We are back in initiative order here. Let's see here. So it's a one d ten plus their melee. That's that's a really good melee. Um. Oh God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot this character stats for this good. Um. Does a seventeen hit? Uh. Let's see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh god, this is Oh, that is so lucky on the damage roll. Um So before soak that is six damage. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. Because she rolled a one. So how much damage is that after soak for you? One. Yeah. It's it's that is the least amount of damage she can do. Mm -hmm. Um and actually NK is also going to take that damage. 
So that's where ZenK's soak. Fitness 3 plus. So ZenK's going to take 2. So yeah, it's uh, she slammed the car in reverse, hits the both of you with her car. So uh, she then uh, uh, starts to drive away, though. Reverses out of the alley, just normally at like a normal reversing speed. And then turns the car around and drives off into the street. Okay. I'll get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. All right, you can get back in the you and NK get back in the car. Yep. But she is out of sight. Yeah. Before you get to the car. Right. So and, I want to. And you are facing the opposite direction than the yeah, way so, she went. So I'm gonna continue down the uh, down the the alley and go the way she went. Hopefully, I can meet up with her again. <laughs> Okay, roll me a d10, just for pure luck here. Plus two? No, this is just, this no. is not All a driving right. skill. This is just Six. a... Six. You, well, even with plus two, you wouldn't have want, beaten okay. that roll. So, because she rolled well, it's you do not find her. All right. All right, so we switch back to, so Bill and Raz, you are in Dave's apartment. Glow coming from the guest bedroom. Yes. All right. Well, if there's anything that Superman movies have taught me, it's that green glows are never a good thing. I'd like to, uh, I'm not gonna hold my weapon, I'm just gonna, like, have my hand hovering, <laughs> you know? As I Legit. knock on the door with the other hand and call out, Oh, There is no response. I want to gently push the door open a crack to, so I can peer inside. All right. It's... The room is dark. There's a green... Or like, how, how much of a crack are you looking in here? Like an inch, like get one like eyeball so I can like scan. Alright, so you open the crack and the room is just filled with there are cables, there are computer parts, there's like pieces of technology just strewn about in, about in various bits of disarray. And you can see that there's like you, you haven't opened it enough to see where the green glow is coming from. And I would like to open it a little more to see where the glow is coming from. Okay. In the middle of the room, there's what looks like a workbench with a number of items on it. And one of them is this green glowing stone, like almost like an emerald, like a giant emerald, like probably half a foot. Familiar in any way? Not to you. I'm I'm gonna poke my head in. Bill, I'm gonna detect spooky at the. Oh yeah, what? Bill. Th hmm. What did Raz say? Oh, just Bill. Look at have a look at this. Swing the door open for him. 
All right, Bill, so you see a workbench full of magical energy, effectively. You're detecting spooky. The uh, There's a green magic stone just sitting on the desk. Um, it's... It... You... Roll me a D10, Bill. You got it. Beep, beep. Four... It's okay, it's enough to know that this is um, effectively a magical battery. No. Oh. It's just, it's... Alrighty. It, it's, it's nothing... There, It inherently doesn't do anything. It, <clears throat> magic can be routed from this to for other purposes. Um, so it's, a, it's just effectively a green magical battery, and there's a bunch of other, like, assortment of some, like... There's some magical... There are some runes inscribed on the legs of the workbench. There are a bunch of different, like, different electronic components and other parts of things just kind of... Like, it's this is clearly a Technomancer's workshop. There is a whiteboard on the, um, on the wall, but uh, it is too dark to really read what it says with the lights out. All right. Boss, we got a Technomancer. Hmm. You think that would That's be kinda... like, uh, our artificer friendo there? Sounds like stuff I mean, we might Huh, maybe. Toot toot. Yeah, you can tell there's stuff written on the whiteboard, but the lights are off, so you can't really read it. Okay, uh, I'm going to turn the light on. Okay. You turn on the light, and what is on the whiteboard uh, is kind of a... There's a diagram with, like, a list of components, and it's all directed around the shape of what appears to be a taco. What the balls? And in just written underneath it is the perfect taco. What? What? Oh. What is the perfect taco? It appears to be half. It appears to be mostly written in some form of code. The ingredients list is in a form of code. And there is the fifth ingredient. It's just question marks. Oh, so he doesn't know. Right. Ah, so that's what he's figuring out. The perfect taco. Cool. I'm up for this. This sounds awesome. Um. Bill is sinking. special ability, apparently, is that she could eat any taco. Bill is just shaking his head in disappointment <laughs> right now. <laughs> so I'm gonna say over comms, hey, we found... We think he might be um, the taco guy. NK, you hear NK overcomes. We lost, we we lost the the person in the Mustang. Um, 
How how do you know he's he's a taco guy? Oh, uh, we broke into Dave's house, wait. and Dave is a technomancer trying to find the perfect taco. Wait, wait, you mean like Dave, a guy named Dave obsessed with tacos? Yep. Yeah. Like the guy who owns Fred's Taco Shack? Ah, crap. What is even going on? Let's he's well on his way there. Where we first saw the black Mustang? Yeah, okay. So, so okay. Now it's a, it's starting to come together. Dave, owner of Fred's, is a tech, technomancer trying to make the perfect taco. All right. But but that Dave guy was human and and Mikhail Enris is an elf. So not all the pieces are coming together. The Mustang person is also an elf, but a, but seemingly a girl. I don't know what's going on. We might have to go ask Dave some questions. Oh boy. Okay. We get to see Dave again. Let's go pick them up. All right. On our way out. Go do that. I healed the door. Okay, so roll me a um, roll me a d6 plus one, then build. See how well you heal the door. Six. Okay, the door's perfect. <laughs> You're really good at healing doors. No one, no one would ever know that the door was broken down. You'd rolled like a one and like a bit of two, or been like the door is still kind of half hanging off, but it appears to close. Like, but no, you had to roll a five. Okay, yeah, so the door's fine. No one would even like, know the you were there. Only thing I'm good at is healing doors. <laughs> <laughs> healing doors and vaporizing people. <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming that uh, Babbitt gets back to that apartment complex and picks up. Bill and Raz. Yep. And you guys are going to drive back to Fred's Taco Shack and Bar? Yep. All right. So before when you went in, you went in between mealtimes. Now we are at dinner time at Fred's Bar and Taco Shack. And it is bustling. It is just packed with people. And uh, peop- again, it still sounds like someone's trying to suffocate a jukebox in here. Um, but the difference is, is that it's there's the, the actual like crowd and the bar is packed and people seem to really be into the tacos here. Um, Honestly did not see the spark coming. I'm not going to lie. There is, uh, yeah, um, you might notice now that there's a dartboard with a picture of a guy on it just labeled Steve. People are throwing darts at the picture of Steve. Um, and yeah. Um, you're going to look around the room? Yep. Alright, who are we looking for? Well, I don't know. Yeah, you don't. You didn't see the blue-haired. I didn't see the blue-haired elf, so I'm going to look for Dave. You're going to look for Dave? Alright. 
Are we looking for the blue-haired girl at all? Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, Babbitt, you and NK both saw her, so I'm going to have both of you roll me a D10. Two. Well, NK rolled a 10, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> NK kind of grabs Babbitt and points, and there is a blue-haired waitress walking around with a tray. Okay. And she's going to point you towards it. Her. Raz, you do not immediately see Dave. I assume he's probably, like, in back making tacos. It's definitely impossible. All right, so Babbitt, you see the blue you see the blue-haired woman. Yes, I do. Okay. Um get a table or I want to duck out and disable and and find the find her her find the Mustang if it's there and uh, disable it. All right, you going to duck outside? All right. Um, where are you looking? Are you looking in the parking lot? Or are you looking in the parking lot? In the parking lot? All right. Or behind? Yeah, it's. Are you looking in the parking lot or are you looking behind the building? I'm looking behind the building. Okay, roll me a D10. Nine. The, the car's not there. <laughs> okay. It, it was never going to be there. I just wanted to see if I could frustrate you with the low roll and make you think that you were blind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Parking lot. Uh, roll me a D10. All right. Ten. It is not there. Okay. <laughs> you are really <laughs> sure that it is not there. Okay. All right. I go back in. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Bill, can you want to detect, detect Spooky? Uh, sure. You're going to detect Spooky in the room? Yeah. Uh, there doesn't appear to be anything Spooky in the bar right now. There's nothing. nothing. I'm not picking oh. up anything. Okay. Uh-huh. Weird. Could we go talk to the girl? I mean, I guess. She did hit us with her car. Yeah. And we made her crash the car. Look, I understand that, like, we have some culpability that I climbed into her moving vehicle and crashed her car into a dumpster. Like, I get that. But on the other hand... Go on. (laughs) Okay. You're Mr. Smooth Talker. I will remind you, you literally have a skill you never use. Yes, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is that Kyle's absolutely (laughs) not Mr. Smooth Talker. (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't actually have to be good at it for Babbitt to be good at it. I know. <laughs> but also, she did hit you with a car. And kid just kind of shoves you towards her. Excuse me. We're ready to order. Well, hey, y'all. Why don't you just find a seat over here? I'm Deanna, and I'm sure someone could be right with you. I got to take care of these customers, y'all, okay? Okay. Hang on. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. Um, Something happened. <laughs> um, so, basically, um, the, 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 the woman we, we saw before... Um, is either not this person or seen or maybe uh was under some some kind of mind control um is that a thing i mean uh nk looks at bill magical disguises are a thing or that You, sh you sure that's not her? I'm pretty sure. Okay. She didn't. Re she she didn't react to our presence in any weird way at all. Okay. <laughs> all right. So everybody, roll me a d10. Ten. Six. Uh, d -d 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 three. My D ten rolls are bad tonight. It's okay. Um. So at this point, you see out of the back comes everybody. Sees Dave come out. Babbitt, you know there's something wrong with Dave. Yeah. Okay. What am I getting? What am I like getting? No, it's just like it's this feeling that like this right. isn't this isn't what he actually looks like. Like you know that there's something right. incorrect about this. I think that's okay. Did, was he? So he was not here before. No, he was not in the restaurant. Like when, like when uh, you like. No, he was not here. He like he literally just came out from the back. Right. Like he came out from the kitchen. And yeah, Bill's you can tell detective. Wrong. What? Detect Dave? Detect Dave. <laughs> okay. You're detecting spooky on Am Dave? Am I detecting spooky then? Yes, detect spooky on Dave. He's right there. Are you detecting spooky on Dave? Yeah. Yeah, no, there's some, he's using magic of some sort. You don't know what, but he's using magic of some sort. Okay, Dave's doing something magic. Yeah, he's like, I, I think it's a magic magical disguise, something. Maybe. I, he's, he's magic. I can, I, that's all I know for sure. Yeah, I, I, he's, there's something real weird about him. I, I, like, I don't know what it is, but yeah. So, um, 
Well, if he's using a magical disguise, couldn't Bill just dispel him? I could give it a shot. All right, gonna I'm going to try to dispel his disguise. All right. Um, ooh, that's a... So I just want to roll it. Roll me D10 oh, to see if, if he notices. Oh, boy. What'd you roll? Eight. Rolled an eight. Okay, yeah, so he does not see this coming. Oh, um, my God. Yes. Um... So uh, you cast a spell, and suddenly Dave kind of flickers, and instead of a um, kind of portly middle-aged human, you see a um, a wiry middle-aged elven man who is definitely Mikhail Enris, and he kind of looks at his hands and blinks, and then runs back into the kitchen. We got a runner. We found him. It all makes sense. I, I it be, finally makes sense. I want to be. Really, <laughs> I'm really proud at how subtly I got you guys to run your to roll your disguise checks in the first step, like in the like technically the second episode of the season series when you first <laughs> met him. Like I had, I slipped in asking you all to roll d10s to test his disguise, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody picked up on it. I love it. Oh, that was really hard. Okay, I don't know Babbitt, if Babbitt's going to bolt it after him. All right, Babbitt, you're going to chase, like you're going to like jump over the bar and try to follow him into the kitchen. I'm following. NK, get to the car. NK runs out the front door. Raz and Bill, what are you doing? I think I'm just going to go right with uh, Babbitt there. All right. I'm also going to follow. All right. So you guys follow into the kitchen. Everybody roll me a d10. Five. Five. Ten. All right. So um, as you get into the kitchen, there are like three cooks and a dishwasher. Um, like just like making food. and But uh, Bill, there's something wrong with the dishwasher. Oh. We're kind of wrong. Just it, like as in when the disguise self magic thing doesn't when you when you beat the guy's roll, you can't see what they really look like, but you can tell it's a disguise. You can okay. tell it's a disguise. <laughs> Dishwasher's creepy. The spelling, or, or just overcomes, or just grab them. Or just grab him. I say as I go to grab him. I think I have. I have an open melee. I rolled an eight to grab him. Okay. Uh, let's see. What's his dodge? Um, yeah, he uh, deftly moves out of the way. Is it too late for me to try a tackle? If you want to try to tackle him, I will let you try to tackle him. That probably wouldn't go well. Would... Wait a minute. I have an immobilized spell. What am I doing? You do. 
Alright, uh, gonna try the immobilizing spell. Alright, so roll me 1d10 plus your level. <laughs> Darn it! Two. Oh god, you rolled a one? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he rolled a three, and it manages to, like... It just kind of fizzles. All right, I need to. Babbitt's make... gonna tackle his legs. All right, and <laughs> after the after Babbitt's attack, we're gonna actually roll proper initiative here. Um, so uh, roll me your attack. That's your that's a bare hands attack. Yeah. Okay. You jabronis. So one d ten plus your bare hands plus your level. Um, five. <laughs> Yeah, you miss. You so you go to tackle his legs, and you just kind of slide across the tile floor as oh, he again Lord. steps out of the way. Everyone, roll me proper initiative right now. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got an eight. Oh, got a fourteen. Rounds. What did Bill get? I think What's our modifier on this Swiftness. one again? Oh, wait a minute. It's more than six then. Uh, oh, I hope so. All right. Never mind. Ten. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to go to Raz. Um... I'm going to keep trying to tackle him. <laughs> <laughs> so roll me 1d10 plus your bare hands plus your level plus one. Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled a one, so... Four. Okay, yeah, he easily, like... Dodges around I'm, you, and he's kind of swinging his dish towel around. I'm imagining the floor is like really wet. Yeah. <laughs> in this area, yeah, so that's why like, we're all missing. Yeah, he's like, it's just. So you went to tackle, and you like your foot slipped at the last second, and you kind of like did almost like an ice skating thing, one foot on the ground, past him, and he just kind of moves to the side. All right, what is he gonna do? Um, what is he gonna do? Uh, he doesn't have any sweet moves. He does. I don't want to... see here. He has so many abilities. He's going to cast Immobilize on Raz. So Raz, roll me a d10. Nine. Well, he got 11. So uh, you are frozen. Like, so, and, like, you're like, we're practically with one foot sticking straight back as you were trying to gain your balance, and now you are frozen in that position. Um, you can try to break free on your next turn. And, and that, I can still talk? Yeah, you can still talk. Um, like, through the gritted teeth thing. Yeah. All right, you can do that. All right, so, um, Bill, you're up. 
Alrighty. I'm going to try another immobilize spell. Alright. Give me your roll. Come on. Four. Yeah, he, he rolls a nine, so uh, he's fine. Um, <laughs> Alright. Uh, that brings us to Babbitt. Okay. Babbitt. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, Babbitt is going to reach into the uh, soapy uh, dishwater, pull out a pot of water, throw it on the, and, and 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 throw it on the floor, and then uh, while and then while he's presumably distracted by the soapy slippery water, uh, jump at at him uh, to and grab the to grab the. Uh, towel out of his hand slip uh get him to slip on the on the floor and attempt to and then yeah okay all right so all right so you're gonna dump stuff you on the floor grab the towel and try to make him slide and fall over yeah all right so because you're doing it through the towel i'm gonna call that a melee attack for the for the i'm assuming it's a sweet move Sweet move, yes. All right, so uh, does everyone agree that that worked? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Healthy water attack. I can go with that. So uh, give me your melee plus level. Okay. Uh, oh, shit, that's only a three. So you do three damage? or Yes. That, so that, yes. And that includes your level? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, it's, you just knock him to the floor on, with soapy water. A three is a perfectly yeah. reasonable amount of damage to do with that. Yeah. All right. That takes us back to Raz, and you're frozen. Raz, are you going to try to break through the immobilize? Heck yeah, I am. All right. Roll me a d10. Six. You break free. Hulking out of there. Because I had to re-roll his immobilize because I couldn't remember what I rolled the first time, so... On the re-roll, you beat the re-roll. So, all right. You are able to move again, but won't be able to do so until your next thing. NK's going to do a thing that you guys don't know is happening. So, there's that. Because NK's been in this initiative the whole time and moving. Uh, what is he going to do? All right. He is going to oh, dip into his spell book here. Sorry about this, I have to... Right, yeah, okay. Um, so... Alright, so everyone needs to roll me a d10. 
Five. Nine. All right. So anybody, so only um, only Babbitt rolled lower than a four, right? Yes. So he just cast Imposing Presence. Um, and uh, what that means is that uh, he just suddenly, like, seems to have a darker aura. Um, and you are compelled to try to run away, Babbitt. Okay. Uh, Babbitt uh, tries to run away. Well, you will win on your turn. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, it's uh, you are you are compelled to run away. So you will have to start running away in your next turn. We are at Bill. All right. Oh my God. This <laughs> is. See if I have anything. Um, I really, I, I, I don't know. I just really want to try to immobilize this guy one more okay. time. Because we really do need... How many spells have you cast today? Oh, that's a good question. You cast <laughs> two heals on the doors, and you've cast immobilize I think that... twice. I think you're out of spells. Okay. Yeah. Hilary, okay. So Bill tries to use the spell realizes that he's out. <laughs> That's the problem when you learn new things, is that you get briefly weaker. Yeah, but I got really excited to show off my new skills. So, like, get made, never mind voices in my head. We gotta focus. Um. Oh, and I'm realizing with those doors, you could have used the... No, I guess the true mystic healing is specifically for wounds. Never mind. It would have, It would have spent... It would have spent sweet move points the same way, so it doesn't like matter mathematically. I was just thinking about something. Yeah, it's All fine. Right. So, what are you gonna do, Bill? I am going to. Uh... I'm going to uh, point. I'm going to point my wand dramatically at the enemy in the hopes that he won't realize that I'm low on spells and be like alright I'm getting serious now freeze before I do something worse yeah he's ignoring you um, dang it Babbitt where are you you are compelled to run Yes, I'm compelled to run, so I will attempt to do so. I am standing in slippery water. You are standing in slippery water. You have two ways out of this kitchen. There's either the door back to the restaurant, or there is the uh, the there's a door marked exit. I will go through the door marked exit. All right. So as you run out the door, you see parked next to it now is the Mustang. It's just literally like he showed up after you checked behind the building. Right. Um, with 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 damage to it, and you see NK coming round. I run up to the up to NK to flag her down. Okay, so that brings us back to Raz. It's Scrapple o'clock. 
I rolled seven, nine, ten. What were you trying to do? Grapple. Grapple. Okay. Grab. So, so it's a bare hands attack. So e. that was uh, your your total attack. Would you say was a ten? Yes. All right. Um, that misses. Dang. His dodge is an eleven. All right. This brings us to NK, who passes by Babbitt and just like just just give me a minute. And then runs into the back door, and uh, NK bursts into the kitchen. And how do I want to describe it? Because I had her do this on the previous turn, so because uh, she's got wardsmith abilities now. Um, she literally has her phone in her hand because she's. We're gonna do her turn magic's gonna be done technomancy style, with there's a sigil on her phone, and. She literally, this is the second half of her ward casting, um, taps the sigil to activate it, and the dishwasher slash Mikhail slash Dave slash fake Deanna collapses asleep on the ground. Holy crap. How did you... What?! Ward, I learned nobody, if you attack him, he'll wake back up. All right. And, and Babbitt, you are no longer terrified. Okay, cool. I come back in. Yeah. Hey, well, cool, you got him. <clears throat> Doesn't always work, but when it does work, it's a hundred percent effective all the time. Nice. I. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Show. The, the, How the, are we the gonna get the info we need now? Just kind of staring at you. What? The kitchen staff, the rest of the kitchen staff is all just kind of staring at you. An identical dishwasher walks out from walks out of the bathroom and just kind of stares. Well, this is awkward, but it's perfectly reasonable. <laughs> NK puts her arms underneath the unconscious guy's shoulder and just starts dragging him out the back door. Don't mind us. Just health inspectors. Just... It, this yep. is normal. This yep. is normal human just things. In, just inspecting normal human... I'd like to pick it up right away and I'm just like... I'm going out and grabbing her feet, grabbing the feet with her and just like, yep, new, normal human no, things. Normal human things. It's <sighs> kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Carry the guy out the back door. I mean, I probably could just like fire him and carry him myself, but we started dragging him. Yeah. <laughs> so now you are behind the restaurant. NK just kind of like guys you like dumps him on the hood of his Mustang. 
We just we just need him. We need his help. Joanna. Why is it so hard to ask people for help? Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the SUV around. Good idea. He he he'll either be out for an hour or if we wake him up. This is the stupid thing that Royce used in the town of Phoebe. So gotcha. Really, it's, That's really, a... it's a really basic word, apparently. That Royce guy thinks he's hot shit. He doesn't know shit. Alright. I'm gonna go get the car. And Kay runs off around the corner. I really hate Royce. A couple of minutes later, she, like, the the black SUV pulls around. Uh, this the kale guy is still unconscious. Still looks like a dishwasher. Um, is on top of the, the hood of the car. I do use up the rest of NK's sweet move points to pull that off. And I am so lucky that he rolled poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a quick one. He is um, way higher level than you guys. <laughs> Yes, I, I can tell. I didn't want you accidentally killing him. Um, <laughs> True. You have a habit of doing that. Um, Alright, so NK pulls around. So, so, just GM question. Bill, did you bring the soul stone with you? Um... I'm trying to remember from last time. You never. I don't think you ever said. Okay. Well then, uh, since it was relevant to our interests, I've been kind of keeping it in my back pocket just in case. Okay. That's that was the question. And did you bring the football? I did not bring the football. You did not bring the football. Okay. It's. I mean, I. Yeah. It, I know that we didn't. We we did not say in any direction during the like the episode where we packed and left. So that's why I wanted to check. All right. All right. So uh, he is just like out on the hood of this car. We just. So we need to ask him for help. Yeah, but it's gonna freak as soon as he wakes up. Well, then everybody point guns at him? I don't know. I'm I'm worried that that might make things worse. But on and, the other hand, I don't know if there's a better option. I mean, if if as long as we talk to him. I think like taking him back to his apartment would help. I I mean, that's going to jostle him a lot. I don't know if I can do that without waking him up. Also, that's like I, I feel like I'd be more freaked out if I woke up in my house surrounded by weirdos than I would to just wake up surrounded by weirdos. That's fine. Is there anything we can do to just prevent him from casting spells? Not that I know. I mean... Just do the old tie up and interrogate. We should probably handcuff him or something before we wake him up. We got zip ties in the SUV. Zip ties it is. Sounds good to me. And Kay grabs some zip ties. 
phone's back. You guys gonna zip tie his hands behind his back? Yep. Alright. You zip tie his hands behind his back as you kind of like release him, like he starts to wake up. As, as he wakes up, the magical disguise of the dishwasher kind of drops. And he's back to being an elf. Uh, an elven middle-aged dude. What is... Who are you people? Hi, Mikhail. <laughs> I'm Raz Stormwood of Stormwood and Associates. Private uh, detective. I've, I've heard of you. And also, I served you tacos earlier today. And I saw you were trying to figure out the perfect taco, which very I'm very important. interested in, for sure. But uh, I also know that you're a very gifted uh, technomancer, artificer guy. And I've got a thingy I need your help with. So I'm sorry we had to be a little rough with you, um, but it's it's a little hard to just outright and ask you, hey, how does this soul stone work in the middle of the day in your taco shop? My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your GM for this episode. Joining me, as always, were Nick Izumi as Bill, Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, and, of course, Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs>